0: The General Epistle of the Apostle James, from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 1 James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, rejoice! Rejoice! Consider it all pleasure, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, understanding that the proof of your faith produces patience. Then let patience have a perfect effect, in order that you may be perfect and complete, defective in nothing. But if any of you be deficient in wisdom, let him ask it from God, who gives to all freely and without reproach, and it will be granted to him. Let him ask, however, with faith, never doubting, because the doubter is like a wave of the sea, blown about and broken. Never let such a man imagine that he will receive anything from the Lord. A hesitating man is irresolute in all his ways. But let the brother of humble rank rejoice in his elevation, and the rich in his humbling, because like the flower of grass he shall fade away. For the sun rises with his scorching rays, and withers the grass, and its flower fades, and the beauty of its form disappears. In the same way also shall the rich man wither in his ways. Happy is the man who endures temptation, because upon his resistance he will receive the crown of life, which he has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted from God. For God is inexperienced in evils, and He tempts no one. But every one is tempted by the longing and seducing of his own lust. Then the passion, when it has conceived, produces sin, and the sin, having fully developed, produces death. Do not, my dear brethren, be led astray. Every beneficent act and each perfect endowment comes from above, descending from the Father of Lights, with whom there is not a change of position or shadow of variation. Having received, he brought us forth by a true message in order that we might be a sample of what he created for himself. Stand fast, my dear brothers, but let every man be quick to listen, slow to assert, slow to anger, because the anger of man is not conducive to divine righteousness. Therefore, "'stripping off all vicious filth and excess, "'except with modesty the implanted message "'which is able to save your souls. "'Become rational workers, however, "'and not merely listeners, thus deluding yourselves, "'because if anyone is a hearer of reason "'and is not a practiser, "'he is like a man contemplating his natural face in a mirror, "'although he sees himself, yet on going away,' he immediately forgets what he was like, but he who examines into a perfect law that of liberty and steadfastness becomes not a forgetful listener, but an active worker. He will be happy through his own activity. If anyone imagines himself to be religious, yet not bridling his own tongue, but deceiving even his own heart, the religion of that man is worthless, Pure and undefiled religion in the presence of the God and Father is this, to care for the fatherless and widows in their distress, to preserve himself unspotted from the world. Chapter 2 Do not, my brethren, regard the rectifying faith of our Lord Jesus Christ as an instrument to flatter with, for should there enter your assembly a man wearing gold rings and splendid clothing, and there should enter at the same time a poor man in ragged attire, and you pay attention to him who has the splendid dress, saying, Take a seat there in the place of honour, and to the poor man say, You can stand there or crouch under my footstool. Does this not prove your partiality and a readiness to arbitrate with wicked bias? Listen, my dear brethren, has not God chosen the poor from a worldly point of view, yet rich in faith? as inheritors of the kingdom which he has promised to those who love him? But you have despised the poor. Do not the rich exceedingly oppress you, and themselves drag you to the law courts? Do they not slander that noble name by which you are distinguished? If, however, you observe the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as your own self, you will do well. But if you show partiality, You are guilty of sin, being convicted by that law as culprits. Because whoever may keep the whole law, yet should transgress against one part, may become entangled with all. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not murder. Now, although you do not commit adultery, but become a murderer, you thereby become a breaker of law. So speak, and so act, then, as those about to be tried by means of a law of liberty. For justice is merciless to him who has not practiced mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. What advantage is it, my brothers, if a man should say he has faith, but fails to bring it into practice? Such faith is not able to save him. For if to a brother or sister in distress and destitute of daily food, any one of you should say, Oh, I am so sorry for you. Go away, I hope you will get warmed and fed. But does not give to them what is necessary for the bodily needs, what is the advantage? In the same way, the faith which is not brought into practice is in itself dead. But on the other hand, some may say, You have faith. I am myself a worker. Let me see your faith apart from its results, and I will illustrate the faith to you by means of my actions. You believe that there is one God. You do right. The demons also believe and shudder. But do you want to know, you vain man, that faith unaccompanied by results is worthless? Was not our forefather Abraham approved as righteous from the fact that he offered up his own son Isaac upon the altar? Thus you see his faith cooperated with his actions, and from his actions his faith was perfected, and the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham trusted to God, and it was paid to him in righteousness, and he was called a friend of God." You see then that a man is made righteous by means of actions and not merely by means of faith. And in the same way, was not Rahab the innkeeper also made righteous by actions inasmuch as she welcomed the messengers and dispatched them by another road? Because as the body without breath is lifeless, in the same way, the faith apart from action is also lifeless. Chapter 3 do not be all teachers, my brethren, because you know that we shall undergo a severe examination, for we all err in many ways. If any one can guard against slips in conversation, he is a perfect man, able also to restrain his whole body. When we put bits into the mouths of the horses, so as to render them obedient to us, we also control their whole body. Observe also the ships although they are so large and are tossed about by rough winds, are yet by means of a very small rudder turned in whatever direction the steersman may determine. So the tongue, although a small organ, is nevertheless a great boaster. See also how the tiniest spark may kindle the mightiest forest. And the tongue is a fire, a universe of wickedness." THE TONGUE ENCAMPS IN THE MIDST OF OUR ORGANS, PLUNDERING THE WHOLE BODY, AND FIRING THE COURSE OF CREATION, AND IS SET ON FIRE BY HELL. FOR EVERY SPECIES OF WILD BEASTS, AS WELL AS BIRDS, WITH REPTILES AND FISHES, HAS BEEN TAMED AND CAN BE TAMED BY THE HUMAN GENIUS. BUT NO MEN HAVE EVER BEEN ABLE TO TAME THE TONGUE, AN UNDISCIPLINED EVIL, FULL OF DEADLY POISON. WITH IT WE PRAISE THE LORD AND FATHER, and with it we curse men created in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brethren, it is not right for these things to be so. Does the fountain from the same cleft discharge both the sweet and the bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives, or a vine, figs? Neither can salt produce sweet water. Who is wise and intelligent among you? Let him exhibit it by the nobility of his conduct, with unobtrusive wisdom. But if you have bitter emulation and rivalry in your hearts, however, do not boast nor lie against this truth. Such philosophy is not that descending from above, but is, on the contrary, earthly, animal, demoniacal. For where jealousy and rivalry exist, there are also discord and all vile practices, But the wisdom which is from above is first pure, then peaceable, decorous, docile, full of pity and fruits of beneficence, not censurious, unpretentious. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for the benefit of those who cultivate peace. CHAPTER four. Whence come wars, and whence come contentions among you? Are they not from your vices fighting in your organs? You lust for and possess not, you murder and quarrel, you fight and war but cannot attain. You do not possess because you do not pray, you pray and do not receive because you are praying wickedly in order that you may expend upon your vices. You adulteresses! Do you not know that the friendship of the world is hostility to God? Whoever therefore determines to become a friend of the world renders himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says unmeaningly, The spirit which has established itself within us is strongly inclined towards malice? But he gives a more valuable gift. Therefore he says, God repels the haughty, but gives a gift to the lowly. Subject yourselves therefore to God, but repel the devil, and he will fly from you. "'Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. "'Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you dissemblers. "'Be distressed, and mourn, and weep. "'Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to dejection. "'Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. "'Do not, brethren, speak against one another. "'The slanderer of his brother defames the law, and judges the law.' But if you criticize the law, you are not a doer of law, but a critic. The lawgiver and judge are the same, the one who is able to save and to destroy. But you, who are you to condemn your neighbor? Come on now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to that city and stay there a year, and we will trade and become rich. You, however, are not certain where your life may be tomorrow. For you are a vapor— visible for a while, and then disappearing. Instead of that, you ought to say, If the Lord should decide it, we shall both live and do this or that. But now you boast about your ambitions. All such boasting is wicked. If you therefore know how to do well, and fail to do it, that itself is sin. Chapter 5 Now come on, you rich, weep and howl over your hastening miseries. Your hoarded wealth is rotten, and your mantles have become moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver are rusted through, and their rust shall become an evidence against you and will consume your flesh. You have heaped up as for a fire at the end of your days. Listen! The wages of the workmen who have cultivated your estates, fraudulently detained by you, cries, and the complaints of the reapers have entered the ears of the Lord of Hosts. "'You have luxuriated and taken your ease upon the earth. "'You have nursed your hearts in a time of festivity. "'You have convicted, you have murdered the just one. "'He did not resist you. "'However, have patience, brethren, until the appearance of the Lord. "'Look at the farmer, expecting the precious produce of the earth, "'waiting for it patiently until he may receive both the early and the late. "'Be you also patient.' "'Fortify your hearts, because the appearance of the Lord approaches. "'Do not, brethren, complain against one another, so that you may not be condemned. "'See, the judge has already stationed himself at the gates. "'Take, brethren, as a model of suffering and of patience the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. "'We consider them happy for having borne miseries.' You have heard of suffering Job, and you see the object of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and merciful. But before all, my brethren, do not swear, neither by the heavens, nor by the earth, nor any other kind of oath. But let your yes be yes, and your no, no, so that you may not fall under a sentence. Is anyone among you in distress? Let him pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him summon the elders of the assembly, and they will pray over him, applying to him oil with the power of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him, and if he should have committed sin, it shall be removed from him. Confess therefore your faults to one another, and plead for one another, in order that you may be cured. Very powerfully productive is the prayer of a righteous man. Elijah was a man who was suffering like us, and with a prayer he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and no rain fell upon the land for the space of three years and six months, and he earnestly prayed again when the sky gave rain and the land yielded its produce. My brethren, if any of you should stray from the truth and one can turn him back, Let him know that he who turns a sinner from his wandering way will save that soul from death and prevent a multitude of sins. The End of the General Epistle of the Apostle James. Recording by Mark Penfold.